Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion. Unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. If your wall's looking a tad bare and you'd like to decorate them up, or perhaps you've got a few questionable stains that need hiding, we've got you and your wall covered. Luke Spooner, the lovely chap who illustrates all of the episode art for The Other Stories, has made us an exclusive poster design. He's called The Writer. It's currently up for sale on our web store, along with our t-shirts and mugs over at gumroad.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. Once again, that's gumroad.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. Today's episode is John 30, written by Sarah Jane Justice and narrated by Persephone Rose. The morning wake-up call would always blare loud enough to leave lingering noise in every ear it reached. Cracking the air with a siren that shook every bed into waking, the sound was harsh but celebrated for its efficiency. Efficiency was a quality to be valued above all else, a reminder the community saw daily in the murals and colored posters decorating every wall with pride. John 30 pulled himself into a standing position, feeling the aches in his muscles that he knew meant his previous day could be counted as a success. Slowly walking, he followed the motions of his fellow citizens as they rose from their beds in a line of yawns and stretches. Some days I hate mornings, he muttered in the vague direction of a man he knew wouldn't be listening. John 30, 
10 push-ups. Despite the other numbered tasks that were being broadcast to every man along the line, John 30 could hear his instruction with crystal clarity. The broadcast system was state-of-the-art, a blessing all citizens were reminded to consider with the rise of every morning sun. You say something? Lost for a moment in the aftermath of push-ups, John 30 turned back to the man he had addressed only a moment ago, his statement already disappearing with the remnants of sleep that still clouded his eyes. John 18, 15 jumping jacks. As the other man immediately switched his focus towards completing the task, the conversation was cast aside and forgotten. The casual chit-chat of social interaction was encouraged, but the physical strength and mental fortitude that the number tasks imbued was far more of a priority. The morning routine of marching to the factory was an artful display, a well-rehearsed demonstration that bore the grace and beauty of a ballet. It was an act that awoke each participant with a sense of motivation, instilling them with a deep respect for their community that grew stronger every day. The march prepared them for a day of work that they were all eager to complete. John 26, spin in place. Take three steps backwards. Daily roles at the factory changed in a rotating schedule, aiming to keep the resulting work fresh and free from the impact of drudgery. The constant adjustment to new roles would often prove challenging, but every citizen knew that strict focus and dedication were the solution to that problem. Ugh, John 30 grunted as he grazed his finger with a misplaced sewing needle. The man next to him looked up at the sound, casting his eyes over the tiny red droplets that had fallen onto his co-worker's sleeve. Little mistake, John 30 shrugged with a half-hearted chuckle. Sometimes I think we'd be more efficient if we just kept at one... John 30, stand up. Bend over to touch your toes. Count backwards from five. Slightly dizzy from the effort, John 30 sat back down in front of the sewing machine. He was well accustomed to the clank and whir of factory noise that surrounded him, but out of nowhere, he felt himself struggling to focus. An unknown issue seemed stuck in the recesses of his mind, nagging him into distraction. You all right? John 30 looked up to see his co-worker staring at him with a blend of confusion and concern. Fine, he answered. Just need to work at focusing. He placed his hands back onto the machine, counting his breaths in an attempt to clear his head. You're right, you know. What? John 30 was snapped out of his counting by the unexpected response. We would be more efficient. John 45, three push-ups. Spin in place. Hold your breath for five seconds. Watching his co-worker leap into movement, John 30 felt his mind flooding with a discomfort he couldn't shift. As the other man wiped his brow and sat back down, he urged himself to start tightening his hold on their attempts at conversation. Efficiency is key he muttered, quoting the familiar company slogan. So why would they have us work in a way that could easily be more- John 30, stand on one leg. Count down from 10. John 30 felt like he was dredging up thoughts held just below the surface of his mind. As the words blurred in and out of focus, he noticed that John 45 was still watching him. Efficiency is key, the other man echoed. 
But that doesn't make sense when... John 45, take two deep breaths. Use a needle to scratch the letter E into the back of your hand. Take another two deep breaths. As the skin on his hand tore with the completion of the number task, John 45 flinched only slightly. This isn't... John 30 shook his head, struggling to find the right words. Something isn't right. This is... John 30, take your knife from its sheath. Slice five millimeters from the tip of your left middle finger. John 30 took a deep breath, knowing better than to make too much noise while completing such an instruction. As the skin split and blood began to pour onto the table, he closed his eyes to focus his attention on breathing. Breathing techniques were the preferred method of passing through the pain in silence. When he felt like he had the feeling under control, he dabbed the blood away with a towel and turned back to the machine in front of him. When we do our number tasks, John 45 spoke slowly, keeping his eyes on his workbench. They improve our strength and mental fortitude. They improve our strength and mental fortitude, John 30 repeated. The number tasks are an important part of our efficiency and success. John 45 nodded, still staring straight ahead. John 30 watched him, struggling to interpret his expression. Do you... John 45 started, pausing to take a slow breath. Do you ever think that's not what they actually achieve? John 45, take your knife from its sheath. Insert the blade tip into your right bicep. Drag the blade through your right bicep for a length of four centimeters. He had spoken his question faster than John 30 had ever heard a person talk, and the instruction boomed over them almost before he had finished. John 30 watched as John 45 visibly held his breath, his face turning red as he pulled the sharp blade edge through his own flesh. As blood poured down on top of the dried stains that already dotted the factory floor, the only sound that could be heard was the usual factory clank and whir and the quiet chatter of other citizens. John 30 looked at John 45, who was still squeezing his eyes shut, breathing heavily as blood rushed from the fresh wound on his arm. Slowly, his gaze shifted across the scene that spread around him. He took a moment to observe the scope of plainly clothed men switching between work and sudden random instruction shouted to them over a loudspeaker. This had been the backdrop of his everyday life for as long as he could remember. It was the definition of normal. But now it was washed in a sudden shade of a suspicion he couldn't pin down. I don't know what it is he muttered as John 45 opened his eyes. Something about this. All this. What do you mean? The other man replied, forcing a calm, casual tone into his voice. I just... John 30 sighed, still struggling to focus on what he was saying. It seems wrong. Some of the number tasks, the violence. John 45 frowned with genuine confusion, looking at John 30 as if he had started to show the telltale signs of illness. What violence? John 30, 
Take your knife from its sheath. Pull up your left pant leg and carve an X into your shin. The command came so quickly that John 30 barely noticed he had received a reply. As he took out his knife, he noticed John 45 watching him with an expression that hinted a mind searching for answers. John 30 heard himself grunt at the pain as he forced his own hands to cut skin that stretched close over bone. He swallowed the sound as quickly as he could, feeling embarrassed by the outward admission of pain. In the few moments it took to complete the task, the look he had seen on John 45's face had started to fade into a blank stare. Gulping through his own breaths, John 30 forced himself to stay on task, pushing every other tangent to the back of his mind. Take a minute, he huffed. Quiet your mind and let it settle. John 45 watched his co-worker struggling through the words. Although his face was still painted with a shade of blank, he appeared to consider them, allowing his fingers to brush across the fresh blood staining his shirt. John 30 pushed through his spreading mental haze and continued trying to explain himself. Ever notice that the number tasks always start when we ask questions? For the first time, the words seemed to hit John 45 immediately, without needing to stop and sort through their meaning. His eyes lit up with something that resembled shock. John 45, take your knife from its sheath. Stand up. Reach across your workspace. Use your knife to slice through the bottom lip of John 30. While all the men around them continued to work with idle chatter, John 45 took his knife from his sheath. John 30 stared back at him. The two men silently sharing an unsettling awareness that they shouldn't be ashamed of the fear and pain they had long since learned to keep suppressed. Although this striking unease was becoming quickly far more distinct, neither man had ever been in a position to consider that there might be a reason not to follow their number tasks, let alone a feasible way to avoid them. With a shaking hand, John 45 lifted his knife and sliced a horizontal line straight through John 30's bottom lip. Although he knew better than to duck out of reach, John 30 couldn't keep back the curdling cry of pain that sprang from his throat. In an unconscious motion born of reflex, his teeth grabbed at what was left of his lip. Through the hot taste of blood, he fought against the learned instinct to work through the pain by focusing on nothing but his breathing. His mind felt close to boiling with the sudden awareness that what he was saying was important. For the first time in his memory, he felt like he wasn't being trained, but silenced. He opened his mouth and felt blood drip out instead of words, his speech reduced to the muffled noise of an animal. Letting himself cough from the pain instead of stifling it, he could see that John 45 was still staring straight into him with the same puzzled look on his face. Pushing himself into movement, he squeezed some excess blood from the wound on his left middle finger. Struggling to plan his movements on the brink of collapse, he dragged his dripping finger across the workspace between himself and John 45. John 45, take your knife from its sheath. Reach across your workspace. Carve a deep slice across the throat of John 30. 
with the feeling of unease already starting to fade through the focus that was required to complete the task, John 45 took his knife from its sheath. John 30 watched with the dulling awareness that there was nothing he could do but sit still in anticipation of the impact that was about to strike him. He switched his focus to slow, measured breathing as he felt the knife carve through the skin, flesh, and veins in his neck. As the limp body of John 30 slumped to the factory floor, John 45 cast his eyes over the shape his co-worker had drawn on the bench. Above the frantic, painted message of a question mark scribbled in blood, John 45 focused on his own breathing. Surrounded by the comforting noise of the factory whirs and idle chatter, he hunched over the bench and returned to work. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Other Stories. John 30 was written by Sarah Jane Justice, narrated by Persephone Rose, edited by Carl Hughes, and music by Kai Engel and Tom Robson. The sound effects were provided by freesound.org. The episode illustration was provided by Luke Spooner of Carry On House. Sarah Jane Justice is a South Australian creative whose work has been commended in a number of fields. She competed as a national finalist in the 2018 Australian Poetry Slam counts four releases of original music to her name and has seen her poetry and prose published around the world, including in releases from The Blue Nib, Black Hair Press and Pure Slush. Persephone Rose plans to live long enough with the help of cybernetic augmentations to travel to the stars and make extraterrestrial friends. When she isn't performing satanic rituals, she's scraped by as a writer and voice actor of things that are not always for the faint of heart. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can help support the show over at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. You can join our book club and chat about the podcast over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hawkandcleaver. T-shirts and mugs and posters are now available at gumroad.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. The Other Stories is a production of the story studio Hawk and Cleaver and brought to you with Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. That means don't change it, don't sell it, but by all means share the hell out of it. Until next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. 
And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Undaria Algae Body Oil and Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.